0: hello and welcome to the latest episode of ocean state sidelines i'm brady mcgear sports writer with the patucket times one socket call joined on this thursday afternoon overcast in rhode island by taylor begley channel 12 sports reporter taylor you follow the patriots quite a bit this season and we're going to talk a lot about the past this afternoon the season's over there's no more games to look forward to it's all about looking back also looking ahead so thanks for joining me this afternoon
1: thank you so much for having me
0: um we'll begin with you know what i think about how this season should be viewed patriots got off to a two and four start they won seven in a row they had the bye week and then basically the wheels fell off after that bye week you know it's are they the team that resembled the start and the finish or are they the team that resembles the one in the middle i don't think so but it's an, it was an interesting season, to say the least. It was a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think around the middle of the season, they kind of got on a roll, but they also ran into some teams that maybe we thought were going to be better than they were, like the Browns, for example. Um, and then Tennessee, obviously, very decimated when the Patriots played them. But I think, for me, some of the games that stand out as more important to kind of judge the way this Patriots team's – season went were the games that they were in that they lost, but that were close like that Dallas Cowboys game. Obviously the Cowboys went on to the playoff. They, they of course lost as well, but they were a really strong team throughout this season um, and they went to overtime with them. And then you have Tom Brady and the Bucks coming back to Foxborough and the Patriots were really in that game the entire time. So uh, those are a couple of the games that really stand out from this Patriots season as bright spots. And of course the bills went up in orchard park.
0: But I think, too, also the Chargers win uh, going out there on the West Coast. Yeah. I thought that was a you know, yeah. a turning point. But, I, you know, as much as after they beat the Bills in early December, that Monday night, that frigid one up at Orchard Park, where I think people were starting to believe that this could be a team that was on its way to the Super Bowl potentially. They had the number one seed in the AFC playoffs at that point. I wasn't really buying into that at mm-hmm. that point because I looked at the talent on the roster and I'm saying to myself, as much as they made strides from the 2020 group to 2021, I just think it was going to be too big of a jump just looking at the roster composed by uh, Bill Belichick that, you know, it, it could be, you know, maybe one down done the playoffs, could get to the divisional round, and lo and behold, it, it was a major crash landing uh, over the final month.
1: Yeah, and I think if they were going to make a run in the playoffs, they were really going to have to ride on their defense, which ended up being really to me what killed them towards the end of the season because that unit veterans you've got some strong players on that side of the ball or that looked strong in the beginning of the season and then kind of came crashing down obviously the offense was going to be what the offense is you have a rookie quarterback and you have better weapons obviously offensively than what Cam Newton was working with last year and even Brady was working with um his last season with the Patriots that was one of the reasons that that last Brady team struggled was because of the offensive weapons um which they did improve in some areas but they didn't really have um that like it factor i think on offense and and i think that kind of was going to hold them back on that side of the ball and so the defense with that really needed to step up and they didn't do that
0: um i'll ask you this is it fair to say that Matthew Judon he had 12 and a half sacks after that buffalo game nothing over the final 5 games is it fair to say that how have- He fared as kind of maybe a reflection of how the defense kind of turned for the worse over the last month.
1: Yeah, I question whether Judon was dealing with something, whether it be, you know, the lingering effects of COVID. He obviously, you know, missed some time with COVID-19 and then even just an injury, because it really did. I mean, he was like unstoppable at one point in the season, at the beginning of the season. He looked like the best player on the field, especially during, you know, the times at the beginning of the season when they weren't. Doing as well, he was like that one bright spot on the team. Was like, wow, this guy is really good, uh, and then he kind of fell off at the end of the season. And and like you said, the rest of the defense did as well. And I think he was kind of not only that it factor on the field, but he was really the guy that uh, was emerging as as a leader as well, just vocally and talking about you know how much he believed in this group. And I don't think that necessarily wavered, but obviously the play on the field. Um, took a dip. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if this might be a a strange comparison, but it kind of reminds me of back in uh, the year that the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl. And, you know, with Todd Gurley, he was like electric at the beginning of the season. And then all of a sudden, you know, they say he doesn't have an injury, but he completely fell off and that's kind of the way i feel a little bit it not completely but you know it reminds me of that kind of situation where if he has an injury i wouldn't be surprised or if there's something wasn't if there was something that wasn't 100% i wouldn't be surprised because it really was just kind of a falling off at the end of the season
0: i also think too maybe the timing of the bye hurt this team yeah. as well because you're thinking maybe mid season you recharge for the stretch run and I was one of the people who believed it's great. They got a December buy. That's like gravy. A lot of these teams have already had that buy. Maybe October, they're going to have a week off for the stretch run going to the playoffs. But I, you know, that was quickly debunked because they go off to slow starts. Taylor gets Indianapolis, the two games against Buffalo, obviously, and the Miami game. And so you wonder, you know, was that buy really detrimental to what they were trying to get to?
1: I think you have to think that, right? Because they were really on such a roll. And although, like I mentioned earlier, some of those teams were not maybe as good as we thought they were going to be, like the Browns or just dealing with you know some some guys out, like Tennessee, um, they were still were were really dominating and they were finding different ways to win. Like you saw in the Buffalo game, I mean, only passing the ball three times, like they were they were getting it done. And then all of a sudden, they just they stopped getting it done. And, and that buy was really the thing that you have to point to as, hey, this, this was kind of the point in the season where we saw it take a turn. And you wonder if having a little bit of a shortened buy because they played on a Monday night and then they had to play on a Saturday. So not only was it late in the season, but it was also a little bit shorter than other teams maybe had. You wonder if that kind of got to them mentally. There's a lot of things, but I feel like the buy definitely had something to do with it.
0: Well, a hundred percent. But uh, also, too, three, playing Buffalo three times in a month, roughly—that's uh, that's almost unheard of in the NFL. It, it's obviously it's the way the schedule broke when the regular season, you know, format was announced, and you draw them in the playoffs. You wonder too at that point, going into that wild card matchup last week, what's really left to scheme up? You know, you know each other so well, and you know, did the Patriots? You know, I don't want to go say they went in with a, you know, defeatist attitude, but just the way that they manhandled. They were war manhandled when Buffalo came to Foxborough the day after Christmas, it was like, man alive, how are we going to be able to overcome this?
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little surprised because usually when you talk about scheming up, you know, a game plan, it's Bill Belichick, who we talked about, who we usually talk about being, you know, the mastermind of that and being able to figure out some new unique way of getting it done and getting the win. Um, and I think it just kind of like we heard the Patriots say all, you know, all year long, really, when they weren't playing well was execution. And I feel like that's, it really is a big, big part of it. Like they could have, you know, the best scheme and the best game plan, but if they don't have the guys out there to execute that game plan and to be able to match Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo just ended up outplaying them in every single facet. They were more physical. They were, it looked like they wanted it more to be completely honest than a lot of guys on the Patriots.
0: No, once again, another uh, great point by you when, Let's talk about Matt Jones. You know, his rookie season, I think it's a tall success for the, for him. You know, he led the Patriots to 10 wins. They got back to the playoffs after missing it a year ago. However, the detractors will say that, you know, coinciding with the slump down the stretch, you know, we threw a, a lot of interceptions. I think seven over the final five games, threw a pick six against Miami. I think Taylor, he's going to benefit from a full offseason. People, we you know we're, we're kind of forgetting how he went into training camp, kind of being viewed as the number two behind Cam Newton, and he really had to fight for that job. Going into this offseason, there's no question that he's the undisputed number one quarterback on this roster.
1: Right. And not to mention with Mac Jones, I mean, I think we forget too, like a lot of these guys that are first-year players coming out of college their college season ended a lot earlier than Mac Jones's did. I mean, he went all the way to the national championship. So he was playing for a l- lengthier amount of time in his his final college season. Then he goes right into the draft process, the combine, all of that kind of stuff where, you know, other guys had a little bit more of a break. So he's really been go, 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 go. Then you talk about it takes a lot of energy to kind of win that starting job in training camp. It wasn't an, an easy, you know, situation. And then you win the job and then it's like, all right, now we have an 18- you know, week, regular season, you're going to the playoffs in your rookie year. A lot of guys don't do that. So he's really been, you know, go, go, go for a long time right now. I, I agree with you that, you know, the off season will be good. And then, like you said, coming into training camp, you know, I do wonder with the Patriots, if, if the slow start to the regular season, some of it could have been because, you know, usually your starting quarterback is getting all the training camp you know reps if mac was the the known starting quarterback from the beginning he would have been working with these receivers and these you know different skill players on offense and, and even just the entire offense together he's a completely different style quarterback than cam newton so you're splitting those reps essentially um and you have guys having to adjust so whether that be the receivers who a lot of them are new you know new to the system tight ends it'll be good to have that factor known going into you know, training camp this year and see what, you know, he can do in a in a second season.
0: The offseason is a foot for the Patriots. And, you know, Mac Jones, you know, up until maybe a few weeks ago was a front runner from NFL offensive rookie of the year. I think that uh, title net will now go to Cincinnati's Jamar Chase. And this kind of goes to a point that you made a few weeks ago back on TV, what you would like to see from the Patriots in the offseason. And that's a number one wide receiver. Yeah. I think if you want to build around Mac Jones, Cincinnati might be the blueprint to do it. You had Joe Barrow. You went out and drafted uh, Jamar chase. Look at them. They're playing in the divisional round this weekend.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I think that will really help elevate this offense and, and elevate Mac Jones. I mean, you think about the types of receivers that he was playing with at Alabama and he, he needs that. I think in new England, even just, for the fact that then you have that go-to guy that the defenses really need to hone in on. I feel like nobody on new England really scares a defense to be completely honest, like looking at the skill players that they have, you know, you have some guys that you brought in that I think are really solid. Like I I liked what Kendrick Bourne did this year. I think Hunter Henry had great rapport with Mac Jones. I think those two guys um, were really good, but I feel like you need that extra piece uh, to kind of elevate this offense to another level.
0: I think they have a lot of twos and threes on the roster. Yeah. I think Nelson Aguilar, he was a bit disappointment. John U. Smith, another disappointment. So it'll be interesting to see what the Patriots do to upgrade the skill position for Mac Jones. There's a lot of unrestricted free agents, Taylor, on this team. You know, Devin McCourty, Trent Brown, Dante Hightower, J.C. Jackson, Matthew Slayer, James White, who we didn't see after week three because he had a season-ending hip injury. Brandon Bolden, who I think is one of the unsung heroes on this team. Yeah. It's, It's going to be a different Patriots team uh, going into 2022. And you wonder how much will that philosophy impact what they do on the defensive side of the ball. You know, if you watch the Georgia-Alabama game, national title game a a few weeks ago, you saw a lot of speed on that field. And you didn't see a lot of that with that Patriots team, especially down the stretch. They were exposed. They looked slow in a lot of areas, especially playing against Josh Allen when he got out of the pocket you wonder, will it be a change in philosophy in terms of trying to get more speed on the field?
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be something that the Patriots are going to have to do in order to elevate this defense. And you mentioned a couple of the guys, you know, Brandon Bolden being an unsung hero, but I think this Patriots team really still did miss James White because he's just that trusty guy, but also a leader. I think he would have been really great for Mac Jones to have this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who stays with the team, especially, I mean, some of those guys that you mentioned were, uh, very key guys for this franchise, like leaders of the team captains. Um, and we talked about it in our post game show, but you know, some of those guys that you're used to seeing the names that you, you know, as Patriots, like the McCourties, the Slaters, the James whites could potentially not be with this team. We'll have to see. Um, it'll be interesting. That's for sure.
0: We'll take a quick trip around the AFC East. You know, Buffalo, they're the two-time defending AFC East champions now. They're playing in the divisional round this weekend. They they got the best quarterback of the division, Josh Allen. And uh, Stephon Diggs maybe the best wide receiver of the group. You know, mm-hmm. if you're the Patriots, that's the team you got to top. And, uh, you know, it looks like Buffalo, you know, we'll see what they do in the offseason. But they're here to stay for a little bit while longer.
1: Yeah, and I think the Patriots, I mean, we saw it. They were able to they were in the division race all the way until actually the very last game of the season, depending, you know, if Buffalo had lost and they had won. So I don't think the Patriots are, are gone. And I think Buffalo knows that I think they know that this Patriots team, you know, they had their down year after Brady left, but you know, who wouldn't when you lose the greatest quarterback of all time, I think Buffalo knows that the Patriots are here to stay. And I think it's going to be a very interesting you know next couple of years to see how it all plays out to see that battle in the in the AFC East it'll also be interesting to see you know what happens with the jets and then miami as far as they they're looking for a new head coach do they stick with tua um and how does this division shape out does somebody else come and make a run and kind of get in there with new england and buffalo or is it going to be just new england and buffalo but like you mentioned josh allen has taken leaps since he first uh started in the league obviously extremely gifted with his legs with his arms um and you know honestly i just really like the way the guy plays. Like he really galvanizes that group that he has there. He seems to be a perfect fit in Buffalo and the fans embrace him. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't think they're going anywhere. And I think the Patriots need to have that mindset, which I think that they do that, you know, we're still here and we're going to still be in this division race, especially now that they have their franchise quarterback, it seems.
0: You know, just a quick word on the Jets. They got two top 10 picks this year, so maybe they can rebuild a little bit quicker. They've been saying rebuild and, uh, you know, down that neck of the woods for a very long time. And if, you're, and if you're in Miami, too, I also think, you know, from the Patriots, from their perspective, you got to send a fruit basket down there to get Brian Flores out of there. You know, I looked at it. He had won four of the last five matchups against Bill Belichick going back to the final game of the 2019 season. You know, it it seems if you want to build your team, you have the good head coach in place. We don't know all the uh, circumstances or anything like that. But, uh, you know, if you're the Patriots, you have to be thrilled that Brian Flores is out of there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised. I think Brian Flores will probably have a head coaching job somewhere else this next upcoming season. But if somehow he doesn't, I could see him coming back to the Patriots because obviously the defensive side of the ball was where they struggled, especially towards the end of the season Brian Flores when he was the defensive coordinator for this Patriots team was fantastic. So that'll be something interesting to watch.
0: You know, we'll, we'll go look at quickly at super wildcard weekend. I guess if you look at uh, Taylor as a whole, it was a lot of blowouts. The only game that was really competitive going down to the stretch was the Cowboys and 49ers. And you could probably say that the reason was because Jimmy Garoppolo threw a bad interception in the fourth quarter. And then you look at the Monday night game where you had the uh, Rams and the Cardinals and here they are, they got to go fly across the country, the Rams they do to go play Tampa Bay on Sunday. So you're wondering Is this format here to stay because you wonder all of a sudden you have that one day less to prepare for a major playoff game?
1: Right. I think it's a little unfair to be completely honest, Um, especially like it's Tom Brady, right? When we talk about everything kind of going his way. Uh, The fact that the team that he gets to play is the one that's traveling across the country and is on a short week. Uh, But yeah, I think the Rams, I actually listened to Matthew Stafford's press conference yesterday and he was asked about that. He was asked whether, um, you know, that was something that they were thinking about or, or you know what he thought about. And he he was kind of just like, you know, we've played on off days this entire season. You know, they've had their share of Monday night games, Thursday night games, all of that. Because uh, the Rams in prime time, obviously, they have that kind of team this year. Uh, and so he's saying they're used to it. Obviously, the playoffs, everything is a little bit heightened as far as, you know, people giving their players, giving their best effort out there. So it will be interesting. Although Tampa, you know, Tampa is a little bit, they're dealing with some injuries there. Um, and and the Rams obviously are a star-studded team. They have a great defense, a lot of great uh, stars on both sides of the ball, really. Um, so it'll, that'll be a really good game, in my opinion, and you know it, it will be interesting to see if that does factor at all. If if you know the Rams are a little, you know, kind of hungover as as you could say from the short week.
0: Yeah, and flying across the country. Um, I think yeah. that might be the second best game of the weekend. I think everyone, the consensus, is Buffalo, Kansas City. They met in the AFC Championship game a year ago. Yeah, you know, they're kind of on a collision course once again to uh, to meet this. Buffalo got the better of them during the regular season. I think this is going to be a fantastic matchup. The Saturday games, I'm going to be perfectly honest, they don't excite me too much. Cincinnati, Tennessee, San Fran going to Green Bay. You know, I expect both home teams to do pretty well, but I'm, I'm looking very much forward to Buffalo taking on Kansas City on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, I think that that one's going to be a great matchup. Um, it, it almost should be the AFC title game, in my opinion. Uh, it's So the fact that it's coming a week earlier is kind of, you know, disappointing. I'm sure for both teams, they want to make it to the conference championship, but it will be a great game. And I think whoever wins that game is going to be the team that goes to the Super Bowl. So even though they still have to, you know, play another game, I think whoever wins that one. And I think really either team could come out on top. It's, it's going to be a great one. Um, And like you said, I think, you know, Green Bay will roll, um, Tennessee and, and Cincinnati, I think will be a little bit more interesting than Green Bay and San Francisco. Uh, but, you know, you never know. It's the, That's the fun thing about the playoffs is that it, really you could see a run. You could see some team that like, you know, the Giants, when they went and, you know, beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, actually twice, like they were barely making it into the playoffs and then they go and they take down, you know, the, the superior power. So
0: It'll be very interesting to see what the Patriots do in this off season. Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Don't be a stranger. We'll have you back again. But uh, a lot of good forward to look forward. A lot of good football to look forward to over the next few weeks. And uh, before we know it, NFL free agency will be here, and I'm, I'm sure that will be hearing a lot of activity from the Patriots.
1: What's your What's your Super Bowl pick?
0: My Super Who's... Bowl pick put me on the spot. I like it. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kansas City and Tampa. I'm gonna go a rematch.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, oh man, I, I never will bet against Tom Brady. I, I can't do it. So I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Tampa, even though I think the Rams or the, or the giant or not the giants, the uh, Packers could go. Um, but I'm going to take Tampa. And then on the other side, I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo. And then I'm going to go, you know what, Tom back to back, because like I said, I can't bet against the guy.
0: I can't bet, bet against them. You know, I went down to Tampa few months ago and saw what the atmosphere is like down there and let's just say the warm weather agrees with Mr. TB12 these days.
1: (laughs) Yeah definitely.
0: Well that should do it for the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a fresh episode soon but uh, thanks to Taylor Begley for joining us this afternoon and everyone take care out there.